Yo, what's good everyone and welcome back to the Mayo Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson and today I'm going to be breaking down the Thursday night football game between the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. I got a couple of prize picks here that I like for this game and then we're going to go dive into my spreadsheet breaking down the DraftKings showdown slate. But before we hop into it here, if you could like this video and subscribe to the channel, I would greatly appreciate that. The Mail Media Network has football content coming out Monday through Sunday all season long, and you don't want to miss out on any of that. And for you podcast people, you can always head over to the Apple Pods or Spotify and find all of the content there. And if you're feeling up for it, leave a five-star review as well. But with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into this Thursday night game here, folks. Kicking it off with a couple of prize picks that I like. All right, so I'm over on the prizepicks.com website here now. And for those of you who have not signed up for prize picks and are perhaps interested in doing so, we got a promotion code for you to take advantage of. And that's going to be code MMN, stands for Mail Media Network. And if you use that, you'll get up to a $100 match deposit upon sign up. Now, you don't have to put 100 bucks in. You want to put in 50, they'll match 50. You want to put in 20, they'll match 20. As long as you're using the promo code MMN, you'll get a match deposit up to $100, so take advantage of that. Now, with that said, I got two picks that I like for this Thursday night game, and you can see there's a number of different props that we can choose from here, and they already got props out for the Sunday slate as well, if you want to take a look at those, but the first prop that I like here for Thursday night is going to be Aaron Jones' rushing prop over 56 and a half yards, and with Devontae Adams likely out in this game, along with Alan Lazard, Aaron Jones should touch the ball a lot. If the Packers are smart, they're going to want to slow this game down, rush the ball as much as possible, and definitely don't want to turn this into a shootout with Kyler Murray and that Cards offense, especially with a depleted wide receiver core heading into Thursday night. And in games where Aaron Jones has double-digit rushing attempts this year, which has been five games, he's hit the over here at 56 and a half in four of five games. So I like the over here. I think he's going to touch the ball a lot and should be involved in general in this Packers offense with no Devontae Adams or Alan Lazard. And then the other prop that I like is going to be a receiving yards prop and I'm going to take the over on Christian Kirk at 42 and a half receiving yards. This guy's averaging 58.3 receiving yards per game so far this year and he's hit the over here at 42 and a half in five of seven games. One of the games where he didn't get there he had 39 receiving yards was just a few away from topping the over there as well and this Green Bay Packers cornerback core has been beat up a little bit as well. No Jair Alexander in this game. He likely would have shadowed DeAndre Hopkins anyway uh, but Christian Kirk should have a decent matchup and like I said he's just been playing really well here targets have certainly been there he's second on the team in targets and air yards and so 42 and a half receiving yards seem just a bit too low here for this Thursday night matchup so to recap here the two picks that I like are Aaron Jones over 56 and a half rushing yards Christian Kirk over 42 and a half receiving yards again we can approach this two different ways the flex play or the power play if you go the power play route you will need all of your picks to hit but it does increase the payout. And as a reminder, for those of you who do want to sign up for prize picks here, just make sure you use promo code MMN upon sign up for up to a $100 match deposit. But all right, let's go ahead and dive into the spreadsheet here, breaking down that DraftKings showdown slate. As always, we'll start in the top left-hand corner here with those Vegas odds. You can see the Cardinals are favored to win here at home, sitting on a money line of minus 280. They're also six and a half point favorites as well. And then we got an over under there of 50 and a half definitely some shootout potential in this game and then I got those showdown stats from 2020 listed directly behind me 
me but let's go ahead and pop on over to this other sheet take a screenshot of these do whatever you want with them but these are showdown stats from last year in regards to the top one percent of lineups in showdowns so the first stat we got there 92 percent of all showdown lineups rostered at least one quarterback and of the top one percent of lineups 96 percent had a quarterback rostered as well number two 33 percent of all lineups rostered a wide receiver at captain and of the top one percent of lineups 31.4 percent rostered a wide receiver in the captain spot as well number three 57 percent of the top one percent of lineups rostered a captain from the team favored to win so in this example here the arizona cardinals number four run it back an opposing quarterback wide receiver or tight end was included in 88.9 percent of winning lineups that rostered a quarterback wide receiver or tight end from the other team at captain number five ignore defense and kickers in the captain spot very rarely does that work only 1.1 percent of the time last year in the top one percent of those lineups and number six do not play more than two kickers or defenses in the same lineup usually one is fine all right let's go through and talk about my favorite play here for this DraftKings showdown slate then we're to kick it off with the captains and for those of you who are new to this video what I do is I list out a captain from both sides of the game something I've done all year long something I'll continue to do with these videos going forward first guy I got there is on the Packers side Aaron Jones can imagine this is going to be popular here especially if Devontae Adams is listed as out and just to be transparent I'm recording this on Wednesday I do not have the official word if Adams has been listed out as of yet it seems highly unlikely that he's going to play but if he does suit up obviously he's going to be in play here as well on DraftKings but I do like Aaron Jones in the captain spot either way no other player outside of the quarterbacks is projecting to score more DraftKings points on this showdown slate again assuming that Devontae Adams is out and if he is out I talked about it in the prize picks there's no reason the Packers shouldn't feed Aaron Jones as much as possible try to slow this game down and avoid turning it into a shootout I don't know if the Packers have the wide receiver receivers here again assuming Adams is out to keep pace with this Cardinals offense so if they can run the ball a lot keep the ball out of Kyler Murray's hands I think that would be the ideal game plan and look if Devontae Adams is out that's obviously going to benefit a guy like Aaron Jones first and foremost he will see more touches and opportunity in general and I actually came across this stat dating back to 2019-2020 Aaron Jones has five receiving touchdowns during that stretch and four of those touchdowns came well Devontae Adams was listed as out and here are Jones receiving stats dating back to 2019 when Devontae Adams is listed as out he averages six targets per game 4.8 receptions per game 56.2 receiving yards per game and 0.67 touchdowns and so if we're going off of those averages this guy has a 67 percent chance to score a touchdown through the air and that doesn't even include the opportunity that he's going to get while rushing the ball so I like Aaron Jones here either way whether or not Devontae Adams is in or is out but if he happens to be out that's only going to be a boost up for Aaron Jones now on the Cardinal side of things here I think there's a number of different guys that we could put in the captain spot Kyler Murray obviously D hop James Connor even Christian Kirk could fit in here I'm gonna go with AJ Green though looks like he's gonna have pretty low ownership in the captain position for this Thursday night game he's third on the team in air yards third on the team in targets and has had some pretty nice upside so far this year I don't want to say it's resurrected his career 
career, going from Cincinnati to Arizona, uh, but has certainly made plays that he wasn't making the past few seasons with the Cincinnati Bengals, and he's second on the team in red zone targets, and that's primarily what stuck out to me. He's seen a 21.5% share while in the red zone, and that has translated to him scoring three touchdowns this year. So like I said, we can attack this captain spot from the Cardinals side of things a number of different ways. Realistically, any one of these guys could go for 20, 25 plus DraftKings points, and that's probably what you'll need here in a game that has some shootout potential. But the reason I chose AJ Green is because he should have low ownership in the captain spot, but still has the potential to get you 20 plus DraftKings points. Now hopping on down here to the flex plays. First two guys I got listed are the quarterbacks. I always revert back to that first statistic from 2020 of the top 1% of lineups. 96% had a quarterback rostered. This might be one of those situations where you put both of those guys in your lineup as well, especially considering the savings that you can get here with the wide receivers for the Green Bay Packers. So I'll touch on that here at the end, but both Kyler and Aaron Rodgers could easily go for 20 plus DraftKings points in this game. Kyler's projecting to be the best overall play on this slate. He's also the most expensive. So I don't want to say it's not doable to put him in the captain spot because it certainly is, but then you're going to have to pay down for some other guys within your lineup in order to make that work. And he hasn't rushed the ball very well here over the past three games. I know he had a shoulder injury or kind of banged up his shoulder two games ago, and I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but he's only hit one, six, and ten rushing yards in each of his past three games. Compared to his first few games there, he had 20, 31, 19, and 39. So something to keep an eye on, but this guy guy's still averaging 25.7 DraftKings points per game and will likely be the best overall play in this Thursday night game. Now with Aaron Rodgers here, he's probably going to take a little bit of a hit to his productivity if Devontae Adams is listed as out, Alan Lazard has already been listed as out, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling here, it sounds like he's going to return from that hamstring injury, but hasn't officially been cleared quite yet. So something to keep an eye on, but if those guys don't play, we can likely get him at lower ownership. And Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm sure he'll make things work with guys like Randall Cobb. And Rodgers has been very good here outside of week one against New Orleans Saints. That was an outlier week, but ever since then, he's thrown for two plus touchdowns in every game and is averaging 23.7 DraftKings points per game as well. Now, obviously that comes with a healthy Devontae Adams, but like I said, Rodgers is still very capable of putting up 20 plus DraftKings points. And if those core wide receivers do miss, we can likely get him at some pretty decent ownership. We then got D-Hop here. He is listed as questionable, but I'm assuming he's going to play. This guy's been banged up over the course of his career, but just to continues to play through injuries. However, keep an eye on that. You just never know, especially considering it's a hamstring injury, and that can be really difficult with wide receivers. And look, D-Hop has been good this year, but he's been very reliant on scoring touchdowns. He's got seven touchdowns here through seven weeks, but he's yet to top 100 receiving yards or 10 plus targets. So that's a bit concerning. I'm probably more concerned about the hamstring injury, to be honest, and hope he's not limited in his offensive snaps. And look, there's a lot of mouse to feed on this Cardinals offense as well. Part of the reason I mentioned you could roster a number of these guys in the captain spot. But Dehop is still Dehop. We know the upside that he has, but just note his numbers in general have come down slightly this year. Now I went back and forth between Chase Edmonds and James Conner, but for me it comes down to the rushing attempts that they're getting 
in the red zone. And James Conner just absolutely trumps Chase Edmonds there. Chase Edmonds has not scored a touchdown all year this year. So you're banking on that PPR upside that he has. And look, Chase Edmonds could very well catch eight balls in this game and meet value. But James Conner could punch in two touchdowns. And so that's why I like him here. He's leading the team with 19 red zone attempts this year. That's 44%. Let's not forget that Kyler's not afraid to run once they get down towards the goal line as well. So that's really encouraging numbers. And that has translated to six touchdowns this year as well. And on top of that, you're going to be able to get James Conner here at less ownership. It looks like right now Chase Edmonds is coming in around 27% ownership. James Conner coming in around 17%. So probably very similar upsides and ceilings, but you're getting James Conner here at lower ownership and a guy who's going to touch the ball a lot more once they get down into the red zone. And we're going to stick on the Cardinals side of things here, just rolling through a list of Cardinals players. Next is Christian Kirk. Like I said, you could put him in the captain spot as well. Second on the team in targets, second on the team in air yards, and he's top 15 plus DraftKings points this year in four of seven games. And he's got probably the best matchup of any of these Cardinals wide receivers in the slot against Chandon Sullivan, who has not been very good for the Green Bay Packers this year. So a number of different ways that we can target this Cardinals offense, but Christian Kirk is really intriguing at this price tag. Someone who's clearly got more involved as the season has progressed. I know there were a handful of weeks there where him and Rondale Moore were basically running the same amount of routes per game, but we saw that change in week seven. Kirk ran 24 routes, Rondale Moore ran just 14. So I like him at this price of 7,200, and he's got that deep threat ability too, where he could score a touchdown from 30, 40, even 50 plus yards out. And then I got the new guy there, Zach Ertz, who played his first game as a Cardinal just last week and surprisingly played 59% of the offensive snaps and turned that into a pretty good game, had five targets, three catches, and scored a pretty lengthy touchdown, racking up 16 DraftKings points in that game. He's a good price tag here at $6,200. I can't imagine he's going to go under the radar at this point, but his usage should go up going forward. So I like him as a flex play here, and if you did want to get contrarian with your lineup, you could probably put a guy like Ertz in the captain spot as well. And then to wrap up the video here, I got three wide receivers on the Packers side of things, and that's really the biggest question heading into this game, right? Who's in, who's out? I assume that Devontae Adams will not play. If he does play, he's the best overall wide receiver for the Packers and the best overall wide receiver on this slate. I don't think he's going to play though, so I'm going to base this here off of him being out. I do suspect that Marquez Valdez-Scantling will play, and he's got that deep threat ability to where you could put him in your lineup because all it would take are one or two catches in order for him to meet value. He is second on the team in targets and air yards, or at least was, prior to getting injured. But my favorite overall wide receiver play here, assuming that Adams is out, is going to be Randall Cobb. He should lead the team in targets if I had to guess. We haven't seen that so far this year, but we did see a game earlier this year where he racked up 24 plus DraftKings points, and he's got some solid upside, and he's got a good price tag here of $3,600 as well. So again, it's a big question mark. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out in this game? But I like Randall Cobb either way because Alan Lazard will miss this game. 
and MVS will probably be limited even if he does suit up. And honestly, at this price tag here, I would not mind putting Randall Cobb in the captain spot either. And then we got Amari Rogers there at $400. I fucked up the pricing earlier. I had it at $600, but that would be his captain price. And no, I am not going to put Amari Rogers in the captain spot. And look, this only comes to play here if Devontae Adams is out, and it's an even better play if MVS misses too. He's a rookie wide receiver, and if those guys are out, the Packers will have no choice but to play this guy along with Randall Cobb and St. Brown. So it's a low-priced option here that could have some decent upside, assuming both of those guys miss. Now, if MVS does play in this game, I wouldn't mind rostering Rodgers, but just note his snaps will come down if MVS is on the field. All right, everyone, that is going to wrap up the video here for today as always thank you all for taking the time out of your day to watch these videos if you could like this video here and subscribe to the mail media network i would greatly appreciate that and again for those of you who want to sign up for prize picks just make sure you use code mmn upon sign up for up to a 100 match deposit but let's enjoy this thursday night game here folks win a little money as well i'm out of here